Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. I'm hearing the music. That must mean it's another year daily scrum with professional scrum trainers, Ryan Ripley and Todd Miller coming to you live. Well, now recorded from the <laughs> internet. Uh, what do we do, Todd? We teach scrum, right? Check out the mm -hmm. description. All of our stuff's in there. The book, the classes, you'll love it. Um, like and subscribe so you never miss a video. Leave us your questions in the comments. Your comments become questions. In fact, this question came in, I believe, from YouTube, Todd. It did come in from YouTube. What do you guys think about open space office setups? That's not right. No, that is right. Open yeah, space. That's right. So we're not talking about open, we're not talking about the, the organizational technology of open space. We're talking about those big wide open spaces for offices. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What are our thoughts on it? Um, Todd, I'm going to let you fire away first. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I feel like there's been a couple episodes where I can admit to you that my 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 opinion has changed on things because I used to think that open space office setups were uh, the thing. They were, you know, the cool thing uh, a couple years ago. Uh, now it's things have changed substantially because of COVID. But um, you, you know, having having worked in a bunch of them. I've worked in, in, in open space office environments that are just basically flat tables with zero privacy. It's horrible, <laughs> honestly. Like you can't think, I'm like typing and I look up and I'm like thinking about something and I end up making eye contact with somebody and I'm just distracted. Like for as far as office environment, I get it if you want like some like half walls or something that you can kind of like pop your head over. But like I just a completely flat open space office environment is completely distracting to, I would say, probably at least 50% of personality types. What do you think, Ryan? I hate them. <laughs> it's loud. Uh -huh. It's um, it's irritating. It, the assumption is, or the presumption, is that we should all be together 100% of the time and we should all hear everything going on at all. The, and I just, it's distracting. There's sometimes, Todd, where like you and I, we work collaboratively a lot, mm -hmm. but there are times where it's like, I, ju I just tell you, hey, man, I got to get off Zoom. I'm going to go read a little bit. I'm going to throw something in a Google Doc when you get a minute, look at it. But 
it's just time to think. Mm-hmm. Like I need that time to think. I'm actually more introverted than extroverted. And so I get very, like, I like being around people, but it's very tiring. And in an open space, I just feel like I'm constantly getting, you know, it's like constant, it's like stimulation overload and I just can't function, right? Small doses, great. But man, there's something to be said about being able to close the door and think. And And it just, you lose that in these setups. Yeah, you know what I find, found myself doing when I'm in these environments and I have a meeting and there's not somebody coming in after the meeting, I find myself just like hold up in like, in like a meeting room, like yeah. trying to hide, right? Uh, so I think I think there's a balance here. I think that people overcorrected, made these huge open office spaces. And now that I think we're, we're seeing it kind of go back for those that are going back to work on site. But I, I think there's a balance. I, I, I do appreciate times having an open area where I could yeah. collaborate with the team and we could sit there at a whiteboard and we could spend, I mean, heck I've done that for days, you know, as we're working on tough problems. Um, but then when you're finished and you're done jamming on this big thing, it's, it is nice to just have a private space, private space to eat your lunch, private space. Like you said, to think, you know, like you and I will be working on stuff and we'll just hit something and we'll just be like, we both need to think about this for a little bit. Let's go our own ways. And then we'll reconvene. Like you were saying, um, you can't do that. If you're just like you and I are jamming on a problem. No, let's just step in. Yeah. What I like, there's a, a book called joy Inc by Richard Sheridan. And he talks about his, uh, his company Menlo and something that he set up in that company is that everyone has a mobile desk and where your desk is one day, it may not be there tomorrow. They all move around. So if you want to pair up, put your desk together. If you want to be alone, go to a neutral corner. If you want to get four people together, put four desks together. I like choice. So these open uh, space, like open office floor plans, they were, it's, it's, it's collaboration by design. And that's awesome until it's not. Like I want to be able to choose. And I, I think ultimately we need to leave it up to the teams. Do you want, what kind of floor space do you want to work in? What kind of office setup? Do you want to be virtual? Do you want to be remote? Let's ha- let's take it to the team. This is one of the few times where I think that comment makes sense. You know, just take it to them and say, "How? What's the best way for you to work?" And technically, Todd, the Scrum team has the right to decide how how to do their work, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so why force them into a floor plan? Why force them into some desk configuration? Give them options. Give them choice. As long as the increments are getting done, who cares where the seats are? That's a right? solid point. Maybe our opinions don't matter at all. Ask your team. Right? Yeah, I mean, ask- we, we have we deviated a little bit here. But like it's this is a lot of personal preference and a lot of team preference. So figure yeah. it out. Our take is it's awful, but your team might <laughs> love it. <laughs> good, and, good point. Good point. And if your team can ship, leave them alone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And if they're doing like awesome it. remote and the company's doing great and the product's looking good and the cut, co- leave them alone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> stop. Yeah. Stop like playing superhero here. Ugh, right. Good point. Good point. Cool. Kind of woke me up there at the end. Ryan. That was a good solid point. Well, glad you were sleeping through the first five minutes, Todd. <laughs> All right. Be sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> Check out the socials. Uh, it's been a long day. It's a holiday weekend, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, holiday week. So. Look, videos are going to pop up. We think you're going to like them. Uh, We really try each and every video to give you something to go forward and do something good with. Uh, We hope your scrum's incrementally getting better. If it is, let us know in the comments. If it isn't, let us know in the comments. How can we help? What questions can we answer? Um, What value are you getting out of these? What values aren't you getting out of these? And we'll see if we can make some adjustments. But you got to subscribe 
so that you can never miss a video because, hey, if you leave a question, we're likely going to answer it. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some good things, kick some butt with Scrum. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.